0: Good morning, and thanks for speaking to us, Mr. Msanga.
1: Good morning, Sakina, and thank you very much.
0: Now, Mr. Msanga, let's perhaps just start by looking at the proposed bill and what it seeks to achieve through this.
1: Well, to to start with, the bill that we are talking about is still a discussion document within the education system. It's not out for Gazette yet, but it will be released uh, in the next week or so. But what we have done is to review the whole um, Act, the South African Schools Act with a view to strengthening it because since 1996 we hadn't done any major uh, review on it to strengthen the various areas for good governance, quality and efficiency in our education system. So that's what we are doing now and we hope to obtain input from members of the public on uh, how we should uh, move forward with it. So what exactly
0: is the thinking in the event that the bill does become low at some point? um, What exactly does it seek to do? What will happen?
1: Well, there are various aspects uh, of it, but the one that uh, you introduced is the one that refers to parents who falsify information in order to get uh, a space for their children in particular schools. Uh, We want to address that particular issue because we've seen long queues in many schools where parents want to enroll their children. And when you examine the situation closely, you find that they actually come from areas that are outside uh, the area where the school is located. And when you look at the documents that they have, you also find that uh, there were fraudulent documents because they use other people's addresses to just try Uh, to identify themselves as residents of that area where the school is located. So we are trying to address that particular issue as well. But there are other aspects of the bill that uh, uh, we are attending to that includes uh, the, the, the role of school governing bodies as well as the admission policies. But
0: uh, uh, speaking about the parents who lie about where they live, um, mostly we will be referring to previously disadvantaged children whose parents cannot afford to reside in the suburbs. Um, is this not just going to be seen as simply denying children a better quality of education? Because if the quality of education was standard across the board, this would not arise. No,
1: no, it's not really. A it's not real about that, because if we didn't do that, it means we'll be promoting the fraudulent activities that are taking place. We, we cannot be the ones to be seen to be supporting that. We cannot say it's fine for parents to falsify documents to secure space for their children in particular schools. That cannot be right. And as government, we need to take a position and say uh, no, 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 no more. Um, well, that is fair, you're, you're? but what is
0: government's culpability? What are you accepting responsibility for in giving rise to
1: this situation? It's it, in fact, is the community. If a school becomes dysfunctional, it means the local community is not playing its role to make sure that that school functions as a normal school. The community is not getting involved in the affairs of the school to ensure that whatever is wrong is fixed. So we are saying don't run away from a problem. Work with the community, work with the school, work with the department and make sure that you fix uh, the problems that you perceive to be existing in a particular school for you to be able to run away from that school to another school which you believe your child will get a better quality education so, so it's if really the school about is taking if, interest if uh? the school is poorly equipped if uh, the
0: teachers are not committed if there are no resources available at the school it's the fault of the community
1: is what you saying yes it is because remember a school governing board is the first line of authority at schools It is them who must make sure that they manage the finances of the school very well. It is them who must make sure that the school is maintained. It is them who must report to the district via the school principal if there are any shortages in the school or if the school needs to be attended to in any other way. So you cannot shift that responsibility to the department when, in fact, the the department sends the money to the school for the school to take care of itself. We have seen many examples of this, In poor areas where the SGB is very active, the results begin to show and uh, many parents enroll their children in that school. So all that we are saying is that SGBs need to to make sure that they play their role and parents as well, when invited to meetings, they must attend. Uh, Those are basic things that must happen. The other thing is that some of these schools that people are leaving behind, They actually have resources, but it's just the management. That's why in the school governing body manual this time around, we said that we need to teach people uh, to be able to monitor curriculum coverage, to be able to monitor the, the management and administration of the school. We encourage people to take part in the safety committees, in the maintenance committees, in the finance committees. So if everybody did what they were supposed to do in the way that they were supposed to do it, then we wouldn't be having this problem of people migrating from one place to another.